Hey, what's up, guys? I uh, hope you're having a great week and looking forward to what we got this weekend. We have a big, big matchup. And you could argue that on paper, in the terms of the historical significance, this is probably the biggest matchup of the year so far between the undisputed, <clears throat> undisputed lightweight champion, Devin Haney, and first ballot Hall of Famer, uh, borderline all-time great, Vasily Lomachenko. So this is a big one. Now, I understand that commercially, these fighters may not be as popular, particularly in the United States, as some other fighters we've seen fight recently on pay-per-view. I should mention this is a pay-per-view fight on ESPN. Um, but in terms of what's at stake, I mentioned the undisputed lightweight championship of the world. I do think that you could really make an argument this is the most um, – significant battle of the year so far. So I'm looking forward to it. I know you guys are too. Let, let's talk about it a little bit. Uh, we can start with the basic intangibles. Um, and, you know, everybody's talked about this. The height difference, obviously, Lomachenko is listed as 5'7". He's more like 5'6". Devin Haney is listed as 5'9". He's more like 5'10". Uh, massive reach advantage for Devin Haney. And then um, the the age advantage. These guys are 10 years apart. Lomachenko is currently 35 years old. Haney will be uh, 25 later this year. So uh, right there off the top, you see the, the physical uh, advantages for Devin Haney. Now, on paper, uh, it would seem that he has a real good, good chance of a knockout. But if you look at Devin Haney's resume, he doesn't really knock people out. Uh, let's see. He has, at present, a 51% KO percentage. Lomachenko... Not much better. Lomachenko's, I think, 58% knockout percentage. So neither one of these guys is known as a knockout artist. For Loma, he knocked people out at his natural weight of 126 and even at 130. But since he's moved up to 135, he's had some stoppage wins, but not at the same rate. Uh, and that's another thing here with this matchup, guys. Um, the, the truth is this. Lomachenko is basically a blown-up featherweight. I don't say that disrespectfully. I don't say that to make any excuses. That's just the reality of the situation. He's in his mid-30s going on to his late 30s, and he fights at 135 now. But in his prime years, uh, for most of his amateur career, his storied amateur career, and um, his early work as a professional, he was at 26 and 30. And now at 35, he's basically just at an age where he's just comfortable at this way. He doesn't have to really sacrifice to, to make weight anymore. He kind of he doesn't walk around at 135, but he just basically gets in the gym and trains and he's there. He's on weight. On the other side, <clears throat> the other side for Devin Haney, this is a guy who will be a welterweight at some point, right? He he's a future welterweight. By the time he is Lomachenko's age. By the time Devin Haney is 35 years old, going on 36, he will be a welterweight. Not a junior welterweight, but a welterweight. Just to put into perspective, he might even be uh, maybe 154. It's not out of the question, guys. Um, but just to put into perspective where these guys are at in terms of the size difference, okay, the natural size and strength difference. And for those of you who don't think Haney can't fill out at 154, look, I think Terrence Crawford is going to fight at 154 once or twice before after he beats Spence later this year, because I think he will. He's going to fight at 154, win the belt there, and retire as a 154 title holder. And he started his career at 135. So, so I definitely think Devin Heaney has the frame. Absolutely 147, 
possibly even 154. That won't be a natural weight for him. He'll be blown up at that weight. But 147 will be pretty comfortable and natural for him by the time he's Lomachenko's age. Okay, so I have to mention all that up front. And you guys already know this stuff, right? So let's just – we get that out of the way. Let's talk about um, resumes, okay? I talked about what's at stake, the, the undisputed light, lightweight championship of the world, obviously. For Devin Haney, though, this fight is kind of an establishing kind of fight for him. He is undisputed champ. Can't take that away from him. But if you look at Devin Haney's resume, he's never fought anybody on the level, at least on paper, of Lomachenko. He hasn't fought anybody nearly as accomplished. He has fought some good fighters, but they are more guys that have either moved up in weight or are way past their best, um, you know, ancient versions of these guys. And, or guys like George Cambosos, who's a quality fighter, no disrespect, but he's not an elite level guy. He's just not an elite level operator. Good fighter, just not a great one. So Devin Haney needs this fight. Lomachenko does not need this fight. Devin Haney does. He needs this fight to establish himself and legitimize himself to a certain extent, particularly as the lightweight champion, because American fans, American boxing fans, American fight fans in general, not just boxing, but all martial arts, they know who Lomachenko is. They know he's older now and he's past his best years and all that good stuff. We'll talk more about that in a minute, but they know who he is. Okay. No casual fans here in the States knew any of uh, Haney's previous opponents. They just didn't know those guys. Now, diehard boxing fans did, of course, and, and fans in other parts of the world did, but not here. So this is a, a, a way to get a name on his resume. It doesn't really matter where Loma's at in his career. I personally believe he's past his best days. Some people out there don't think so. Some people still think he's in his prime. I, I, I don't. And again, I'll talk more about that in a second. But that really doesn't matter. The bottom line is Lomachenko is a name. And that's why Devin Haney needs this fight. So what about Lomachenko on his side? This is a chance for him to get undisputed. This is a chance for him to be a champion again. By rights, he should have been at, at one point the undisputed lightweight champion of the world, but politics kind of prevented that. Um, anyway, this is his chance to get that. He's a three division title holder. He's been seen as a pound for pound level guy. You know, I talked about the amateur career, one of the best top five amateurs of all time. And I don't care if that bothers some of you don't give a shit. It's true. Top five, maybe top three amateurs all time and three division title holder, but he's never been undisputed. This would be a chance to do that. It would also be a chance to turn back the clock and beat a kid that many people have on their pound-for-pound pound list or right at the cusp of the pound-for-pound pound list in Devin Haney. So that'd be a big deal. It also, it's his best opponent since Tiafima Lopez back in uh, 2020, three years ago. So this is the best opponent Lomachenko has faced since that fight. Now we could argue who's better between Haney and, and Tio and all that, but Bottom line, this is his best opponent since that fight, okay? So, so th there's a lot that Lomachenko could prove here. Now, his legacy is secured. Lomachenko can retire tomorrow, first ballot Hall of Famer. But a win here really, really propels him into another category.
This would this would be very very special given all that he has faced. Okay, uh, let me pull up Loma's resume because I understand he's been on a good run. He's had a few big wins and looked very impressive since that loss to Tiafima Lopez. But I'm going to argue, guys, that there's a little bit of smoke and mirrors going on here. Okay, and I know I'm going to I'm going to probably trigger some of the Lomachenko fans, but yeah, I'm going to share my screen here. Pull up uh, Loma's box rack. So uh, let's scroll down here. And I want to go down to, okay, yeah, 2020. It was October of 2020 when he fought Tiafimo. okay? Lost that fight. There should have been a rematch. I truly don't believe Tio's team wanted it. And, again, that we can argue that another time. But let's look at the three opponents since then, okay? Uh, comes back in 2021 and beats Masayoshi Nakatani and Richard Komei. Uh, drops both of them. Here's the thing about those two wins. Uh, he stopped Nakatani decision, Komei, I should mention. Both Nakatani and Komei have lost fights since then, over the last year or so, since they fought Lomachenko. And they lost those fights by stoppage. So those wins haven't aged that well for Loma. Um, and Komei at one point was a, a quality top 10 lightweight. I don't know if he was at the point when Loma beat him. Okay, then there's Jermaine Ortiz, who Loma beat last October, uh, who was undefeated at the time. But we don't really know. Uh, I thought Jermaine Ortiz you know, made a good showing of himself. He had, he had beat Jamel Herring uh, last uh, May to um, – to get that Lomachenko fight, but he hasn't fought since. So we really don't know what level he's at. We don't know if that win is, win is going to age well for Loma or not. But his last three wins, I do think he has been impressive. He has been dominant. And it has a lot of people thinking that this is the quote-unquote old Loma, right? This is the guy from his prime years. I'm telling you guys right now, I don't think so. I think this has been very, very good matchmaking. Uh, against guys that diehard boxing fans know, particularly Richard Comey, because he's a former title holder. But you know, I'm gonna scroll down here. Um, yeah, so so 2018 is when he moved up to one to 135. So Loma has been at 135 since 2018, and he has some good names on there. Jorge Linares, uh, still pretty close to prime. Jorge Linares, same thing with Jose Pedraza. He's got a couple of quality names on there, um, but. You could make a very, very good argument that the best opponent Loma has faced at lightweight was Tiafima Lopez. And now perhaps he's going up against the best opponent he's fought at lightweight, period, in Devin Haney. Head-to-head, -head, I'd probably pick Devin Haney to beat Tiafima right now. So um, this is – I'm not going to say a step up because Lomachenko's fought everybody, including you know his amateur career. He's fought guys on this level. But it's the toughest test for him in a very, very long time. That's what Lomachenko is facing in this fight. Now, Devin Haney's resume, let's click on his box rec real quick. Let's see. So over that same time, I, I mentioned 2020 because that's when Loma fought uh, Tiafimo. okay? At that same time, that year, and remember that was COVID year, so a lot of fighters only fought once. Both these guys only fought once in 2020. 
Haney fought Yoriokas Gamboa, a completely ancient version of him who I think was coming off that loss to Javante uh, Davis at that point. So, um, and this was just an old Gamboa and Gamboa, of course, had moved up. I believe at one point he was at 126. So another small guy, uh, basically the size of Lomachenko, right? And, and so, you know, decent win, but um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it is what it is. Then he fights Jorge Linares, okay? Um, and Jorge Linares at that point was just well past his best. In fact, if I click on his resume, I just want to see what Linares has done. Yeah, since Linares fought Devin Haney, he has lost twice. He's only fought twice since then, lost both in dominant fashion. He's hardly won a round in those fights. And uh, one of them, he was stopped. So that Jorge Linares win, I don't rate that highly. Joseph Diaz, I do think that's a, that's a quality win for Haney. But again, Joseph Diaz, a guy who's Lomachenko size, moved up in weight. And then the two wins against George Cambosos. So let, let's stick with 2021 and 2022. Okay. With, with Lomachenko, I talked about, it was Nakatani, Kome, Ortiz. For Haney, it was Linares, Diaz, Cambosos twice in his backyard. I got to say, guys, head-to-head, -head, I edge Haney's recent resume over Loma's. I have to. Be, not, not just because, I mean, the names, yeah, it's it's when he fought them, but it's also where he fought them. The, the two wins on the road against Cambosos, I, you know, again, Cambosos not really on that level. Is he really any much better than a guy like Nakatani or Komei? Probably a little better than that, sure, but not much better. But these four or these three names, Linares, Diaz, Cambosos, are better, in my opinion, than the three names Loma has faced recently. So when I look at recent resume, when I look at natural size and strength, when I look at trajectory of these two fighters' careers, I think that you have to come to one conclusion here. Remember, guys, I'm a historian. I mean, I, I study the, the, the history of this sport. I, I love reading about it and learning about it. and there are so many matchups like this that I could point to throughout the history of boxing. Literally 99% of the time, youth is served in these type of matchups. Youth is served. Now, so, so does that mean it's out of the realm of possibility that Lomachenko could turn back the clock here and put in a, an amazing performance and get a W? Absolutely not. I think that's completely possible. I really, truly do. Is it probable, possible, probable, two different things? I don't think it's it's probable. I, I personally believe that Devin Haney is just going to have a little too much, and I think he's going to win a decision in this fight. I should mention the last, what, four or five opponents Devin Haney has faced. I mentioned all the names. Uh, those fights all went the distance. The last time Devin Haney stopped somebody was back in 2019. That was Arur Ab Abdulayev. And I want to see what he has done since. Since that point, Abdulayev has, uh, he's won, but he's hit out in Russia, his native Russia, and fought uh, you know, lesser level opposition. So that's the last guy Devin Haney stopped. Okay. He has fought Alfredo Santiago, Yoriokas Gamboa, Jorge Linares. Joseph Diaz, George Cambosos, all those fights went the distance. Now he won 
just about every round against those guys. Linares did win a few rounds against them and buzzed them pretty good toward the end of that fight. That fight was actually fairly close and competitive. But all those other fights were very, very wide on points for Haney. So Haney is just not a guy that stops people. It's not his style, and he's just not that kind of boxer. He does not have that kind of power. Lomachenko, though, at lightweight, he has scored some stoppages, okay? Um, he stopped, I mentioned Nakatani, but before that, he, he Anthony Krola, um, Jorge Linares. Linares did drop him, though. So, and the Linares knockout was to the body. It was a brilliant body shot knockout. So, again, I'm just looking at resumes here, and I just, I think, obvious the the move here is to bet the over guys and and i don't know what the odds are on that i don't know if you're going to get really good odds on it i talked with a week or so ago about canelo Ryder, how the odds were really really favorable because canelo was such a heavy favorite to bet the over to bet that fight to go to, to to a decision and um a lot of you guys were able to make a lot of money just picking canelo by points a lot of you guys messaged me um this fight, I don't think you're going to get those odds because I think I don't know what the odds are right now. I haven't even looked. But the 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 bookmakers, the odds makers, they obviously know these guys' history, so they probably have you an over over under way up there in the championship rounds, I would imagine. And you're not getting a lot of points on either guy here to win by decision. But that is the smart bet. That's the safe bet. Now, if you're going to pick either guy by stoppage. Here's where I might surprise some of you. If you're going to play the stoppage, if you're getting odds with Lomachenko by stoppage, that might be a, if you've got the means, okay, I'm not giving any advice here. If you have the means and you want to have a little fun and take a risk, that might be an interesting play. Loma by stoppage on the under. I just don't see Haney stopping Lomachenko. If he does, I'd be very, very impressed. But I don't see it. I do think, on the other hand, Lomachenko could hurt Devin Haney to the body. I want to see how he looks at the weigh-in and all that. But I just in general, I do think Lomachenko could bother and possibly hurt Devin Haney to the body. Uh, he's going to get angles on him he's not used to. He's going to have footwork well beyond what he's seen before. So I, I think that uh, Loma has a chance there, but. My official prediction is Devin Haney by unanimous decision, 116-112, so, something like that, maybe even 117-111. And, and, and I say that because of all the intangibles I mentioned and just where these guys are at in their careers. Loma has been on a good run lately, but a lot of that is matchmaking. Haney has fought, in my opinion, over the last two, three years, the better overall opposition and been more dominant in terms of rounds. Okay. In terms of rounds. So I'm going to give him the edge here. That's how I see it. Whether or not this fight is pay-per-view worthy. Uh, I don't know, but look, th this is a true passing of the torch type of fight from that older generation. That's on the way out. I talked about that in my last video, right? That older generation. And you know what? It's so funny. I forgot to mention Loma's name in that video. I don't think I did. But that generation going out, passing the torch to the new generation, the guys like Devin Haney. And that's why this matchup is so important. And we don't get this type of matchup anymore in boxing. 
these young guys end up fighting for vacant belts because a lot of the older fighters are like, peace, I'm gone. I'm not fighting this, this new young gun. Massive, massive props to Mr. Lomachenko for taking this fight. It, it is, there's big reward here. There's huge risk, but there's also a big reward for that undisputed championship. But you got to give the guy credit. He doesn't need this fight. So him going into Lions Den and fighting Devin Haney in the USA, uh, he deserves some credit because there's a lot of these older generation fighters that are avoiding the young guys coming up in their division. In this particular instance, though, the young guys got the hardware. And a lot of the particularly international fighters, they want the belts. So that is what Loma's going for here. All right, guys, Haney by points. And um, I think that torch gets passed in this fight. All right. Till the next one, I'll see you at the fights.